Christ is baptized. My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, for me I always thought Christmas was, was the feast in my life as a young man, but as I got older, wow, I discovered so many others, and each seems to get better than the next one, not that the one before it was any less, but the reality and the fruit of what's being revealed is so much more, to the point where I knew I finally reached adulthood when I thought, I love Pascha, and I thought I was, as a little boy, it was always Christmas for me. So I've learned a lot as I've tried to get to know our Lord, and this getting to know is what we're talking, uh, reflecting on tonight. Up until uh, through Christmas, we've been reflecting on the Word of God became flesh. Who is this child? What is he to become? And then we hear tonight, and going forward, just who He is. Because Jesus, when He went into the Jordan River, was known to those around Him as the Son of Mary. But when He came out of the water, He would reveal to all those who would hear, through His words and His deeds, that He was also Son of God. Quite a revelation. How can this be? How can we have a person that's both man and both God? And that is the great mystery, isn't it? But this God became man so that man might become God through grace to our life in Jesus. And so this great revelation takes place. And that's not all we hear about, which we will hear at the gospel reading for the blessing of the water when we hear of actually of the baptism. We hear at the moment that when Jesus goes down and comes out of the water, the heavens are opened. They're parted. Just like the Red Sea was parted so people could pass through. Just like the Jordan River was parted for for Joshua, just like the Jordan River was parted for Elijah, like the Jordan River was parted for Elisha, so is the heavens parted that we be known from God the Father that this is my beloved Son. And in this parting by the Holy Spirit, we descend upon Him in the form of a dove. And in this great moment of parting, this great opening up, this removing of the veils, we get our glimpse of the first announcement of the Trinity. Something that will take the rest of our lives and beyond to try to get some tiny, tiny grasp of. But the revelation of this Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, would impact our lives forever. So important is it that we invoke the triune God every time we bless water. We invoke the triune God every time one is baptized. The triune God is invoked every time one is absolved of sins. The triune God is invoked at the beginning of a divine liturgy. And we invoke the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, 
because we have been given the power to do so through Jesus Christ, who became flesh and made himself known to us. Prior to this moment, they only knew of God through the, what the prophets had told them and through the works they had seen. They had never seen the face of God. But now it has been revealed that Jesus is the Son. And they would recall these words when Jesus would say, He who has seen me has seen the Father. I am the face of the Father for you. I created you in matter. The material world, I created you. And this created world that I gave you through the guile of Satan was corrupted. And it could no longer communicate my grace, my life to you as I had intended it to do. So he sent his son to take on that corrupted nature, though he never sinned, to bring about our salvation. So the Manichaeans would say in that old heresy that you know, creation, nature, that was bad. We needed to be get rid of. But God says, no, it's good. I want my son to become what you are and bring about our regeneration, our restoration. It is through our body that our, our being is manifested. So our bodies that we get to know one another. It is through a body that we get to know God the Father through His Son. And this body entered into the water. A world that had only known corruption now experienced the divine life within itself. And as we say in our prayers, would regenerate all creation. Now the material world, the seen world, the visible world, the unseen world even, can all come about, get, bring about a regeneration and new life and be a means for conveying the grace of God. By the invocation of that triune God that was revealed at this feast that we're celebrating and that we are at right now, that water that's in the font is now capable of conveying grace. It can't yet until the Trinity is invoked by the power of the priest, breathing on the water, blessing the water, then that water becomes something it was meant to be originally, to convey the life of God. And the same is true with the, the bread and the wine that's on the table of Proscomedia right now. By the same invocation, a change will be made. A change that was not capable before. But now, the material world has a means for becoming that conduit of the life of God. This is a very powerful feast. And we see another thing in this feast. We see that soon as Jesus comes out of the water, He is driven on mission. He goes into the wilderness, then out into the world. Not to be hidden, but to be made known. So when you and I were baptized in that baptismal font, 
in that bath of regeneration, where the grace of God changed you at your very being into a new creation, you too are driven out to proclaim to the world of our salvation. We're not meant to be static, but dynamic, to be living, breathing our faith to the world. And we're given the power to do it by that same invocation of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So when we begin this blessing of the water, the priest will blow on the water, just as the Holy Spirit hovered over the waters of creation. In blowing in the water, with the blessing of my hands in the water, and the blessing of the cross in the water, the water does part some as I move. And reminds us that just like the water parted in the Red Sea, and they passed through it as on dry ground, so will we pass through. The water parted, in the Jordan, for Joshua, Elijah, and Elisha, they could pass through it. Our life, in our baptismal life, is a passing through this baptismal font. Always changed, recreated, growing in the image and likeness of God. And we have a God that we can relate to, a God we can talk to, because He too has a being, a body that can manifest that, that we can see Him, talk to Him. He can be touched. He can be drawn. He is showing us in this feast not only His, who He is, Son of Mary, Son of God, not only His relationship in the Trinity, is the Son of the Father. But He's also showing us that this world that He created, He created for us to live in, not to discard and go somewhere else. This is the world He wants you and I to live in. So important is this world that you and I are in that He became flesh like us. The great gift that we have is that God became flesh and dwelt among us. And His presence sanctified all things. His word sanctified all things. His action sanctified all things. And we are recipients of that grace. And this night we celebrate the same baptism that He was in. In a mystical way, we are there. That same Holy Spirit is hovering over us. The same Holy Spirit is going to come through the words of the priests and the prayers that we say for the anaphoras, the prayers that we say over the waters. As we all say together the amen, so be it. We make it happen. Because God gave us the power to act. He gave us that power to use His name and make His presence manifest. And so we celebrate this great feast of Theophany, the great manifestation of the Trinity, the manifestation of who Jesus is, what His mission is, 
and what we are called to be. So this truly is a baptism, a new change, a regeneration. Everything will be sprinkled. We will be in the Jordan River when we're done. And the same grace that was in that Jordan River when our Lord stepped foot in it will be upon us tonight. When we pray the prayers of Sophroni and listen carefully to the prayers, I will do my best to articulate it. But listen to how often we say today, 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 continually. Because we're reminded of our salvation. The event that we that were took place historically is taking place now. Not then, not tomorrow, but now. Our salvation is at hand now. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but now. Because we are in God's time. We are in His heavenly kingdom. And we have been clothed with the grace of His Son who changed water, making it capable for to change us through our own baptism, through our own chrismation, by giving us the body and blood of Himself. Christ is baptized in the Jordan, and we forever have been changed.